guys. Welcome to Caledonia Gridiron Weekly 2021 Week 8 Edition. Appreciate everybody that's tuned in and listening this week. And appreciate everybody that is uh, tuned in every week and uh, making this podcast a success. I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to kind of grow this podcast back to kind of where we were at more at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of similar talking points every week, but this week is a really big week uh, for Caledonia football. Um, and I'll be honest, it might be the biggest week uh, that we've ever had because of the implications for this Friday night's game. Um, so, you know, if you if you know somebody uh, that's interested in Caledonia football, as always, share this podcast with them. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I upload it through the Anchor app, and that's uh, the main link that I share. And you can get to the Apple Podcast link and the Spotify link through that uh, through that Anchor link that I I send out. Very easy to listen to. Uh, if you don't if you don't use any of those platforms to uh, listen to music or anything like that, uh, then you can listen directly through the Anchor link, and I just send the link and you and you click play, and uh, it's, it's free of charge, 100. percent And this is just something uh, something I do every week for. Uh, for our football players, for our program, uh, because I definitely think that uh, that this year deserves to be highlighted as much as possible. Uh, this is definitely a standout year for us. Uh, we're we're seven and zero now after the win Friday night against Morville. We defeated Morville sixty one to forty one in our uh, senior night game. So yeah, like I said, go ahead and send this send this podcast to any friends, uh, parents, grandparents, uh, any just members of the community, anybody that maybe if you even if you have uh, know somebody that, that maybe has kids coming through the Pee Wee program, uh, kids coming up, go ahead and send the podcast their way. Uh, it's just a weekly roundup, Caledonia football. Going to talk about Caledonia football and uh, going to kind of dive in deep into uh, into the games we're playing and uh, we'll talk about Moorville this week and going to talk about kind of. Uh, what to take away from that game as we improve to 7-0. and Still undefeated on the field this year. And then we're definitely going to take a big look at Itawamba AHS later in the show. Um, that's that's a really big game this week, folks. Uh, we're going to spend, obviously, we're going to spend the, the latter portion of the show talking about that. going to recap Morville first. But like I said, go ahead and send this thing out. And obviously, we, we appreciate everybody that's tuning in for our, our live stream uh, every week uh, that me and Jason Crest do, California Sports Radio Network on the Station Head app. Uh, I've, I have received some feedback that people can't hear me that well on that live stream, and I think that's because uh, the way we do it is we, we, we just use our earbuds, we, we hook up, and we do a the live stream, free live stream for people to listen to if they can't make it to the game. And I know that there's people that do listen to it while they're at the game. Um, so, yeah, if you uh, – if, if, you know, if, if, if you – Notice that you can't hear me or can't hear Crest very well. Please let us know uh, while you're listening to that, so we can kind of try and get that fixed. I think that may be an issue just with the uh, earbuds that I've I've used, and uh, that's just kind of the that's just kind of what we have to, what we have to work with right now. Uh, as we do it on the field, we enjoy being on the field rather than up in the press box because it allows us to be closer to the action. It allows us to be closer to the. Uh, just to the activity around the game, so um, you know we, we, we enjoy being closer to that. Uh, but I will mean obviously you do get a better view of the game from the press box. But uh, we will definitely we will be in Fulton, Mississippi this Friday night for Caledonia versus Itawamba AHS. We'll be live streaming that. Obviously, we get more viewership on the away games because there's uh, you know there's lesser people that are coming to those games as opposed to the uh, the home games, but. Uh, this this Friday night, I, I'm going to encourage everybody, and I mean everybody. I'm calling everybody. We're calling everybody out this Friday night. Caledonia versus Itawamba AHS after uh, after the win versus Morville on Friday night. Uh, we improved to three and zero in district play. Uh, Shannon, uh, excuse me, 
8-1, but defeated Corinth uh, Friday night, 51-27. Uh, they played Shannon the week before that, and they beat them 55-8. to um, So, Itawamba improves the 3-0 in district play. Um, here's the deal, guys. This Friday night, the game is a district championship game. Um, it doesn't always work out that way in your district where you can play one game that decides the district. It's worked out this this uh, this way this year. Um, both us and Itawamba have been on a collision course going into this game. Uh, we ended the game with an undefeated district record, as do they. So regardless of what happens in the last week of the regular season, this game this Friday determines the district champion. All right, and 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 we'll talk more about about that. Like I said, uh, gonna dive into the win over Morville, seventh straight win for Caledonia. Looking at what that means historically, um, that that means right now Caledonia football is on the longest winning streak in its history. Caledonia football has been uh, we've been playing football since 1956, and this is right now we are on the longest winning streak that Caledonia football has ever had. Uh, the previous uh, the previous winning streak was uh, was six games. We tied that. Is Tishomingo County, of course. Um, but that was 1970 when California football won six straight games in a season. Uh, that was over 50 years ago. And now we're on now the – we have now set the record for the longest winning streak in, in California football history. So um, that right there is uh, – that right there is something to hang your hats on when you look at the hard work that these guys have put in. Um, and it's just – the ball's just bounced our way this year, and we've just executed, executed, executed. Um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, couldn't be more proud of the way our guys played on Friday night. We gave up some big plays on defense, um, and, and Morville is, is a very capable offense. Like I said, their 2-6 and six record this year really is not indicative of um, of really how they've been all, all year in terms of uh, offensive production. And uh, Morville is definitely a team that in our district right now is definitely going to be vying for a – a, a playoff spot. So, uh, Morville's come a long way. Certainly, uh, they they run that air raid attack. Uh, they they throwing they threw the ball ninety five percent of the game Friday night. Um, similar to similar to what I saw on Saturday, I watched the uh, the Alabama Mississippi State game. That's obviously everybody is familiar with Mississippi State. A lot of Mississippi State fans that are listeners on this podcast. So, uh, that's that's the same thing you see from Morville. A lot of the same schemes, a lot of the same concepts, a lot of the same routes. Uh, just airing it out uh, nonstop, just throwing the football, throwing the football, throwing the football. And uh, early in the game, uh, they, they were able to to pick on our defense a little bit, and they, they, they got some explosive things going uh, through the air. So uh, that was uh, that was something that we did. We did make some adjustments. We did clamp down a little bit. Um, but obviously, you know, they, 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 they did hit, hit a few explosive plays early in the ball game. Um, and like I said, they're a really capable offense. They've got a quarterback. Let me tell you, um, like I said, two and six record really doesn't tell the whole story. Morville's got a, a really good quarterback uh, that, I, that after watching him Friday night, I, I think he very well could be uh, playing college football at some level next year. He is a senior. Uh, he's been there for a while, and uh, you know, this year you've really seen him cut down on the uh, on the mistakes, um, not turning the ball over as much, not throwing as many interceptions. Uh, he's very accurate. On Friday night, and he made good decisions. You know, he he uh, we brought pressure early and often, but um, you know he uh, he made good decisions at times when throwing the ball away. Um, you know, he didn't really put the put the football in, in, in harm's way a lot. So uh, they got a quarterback over there that uh, that definitely is uh, is real talented, and he's got some talented receivers. 
Um, you know, so that was that was something you saw, like I said, early in the game. Looking kind of breaking down how the game went down uh, from start to finish. Uh, we, we, we traded blows early in that first quarter. Uh, went into the second quarter tied at 14 apiece. Morville hit us, uh, like I said, on two deep bombs. They, uh, first first play of the game, Morville uh, on the near side down the sideline, they hit, uh, they hit their receiver. Uh, he made a really good play over our corner, and he, he took it to the house 75 yards on uh, – on the first play of the ball game, and uh, we responded, and uh, we'll talk more about Darius Triplett and how explosive he was in this game. And so that was kind of the the, the, the different fire firepower for each team. You saw that early and often. I mean, like I said, you know, Morville a team they're they're spreading it out to a lot of different receivers for big gains, and then we we get the ball in somebody like Kewan Wyatt's hands, Darius Triplett uh, at slot back, and those guys are extremely explosive. But we just do it on the ground. We uh, you know, we, we completed one pass on, on Friday night. We only attempted one pass, and it was for a 42-yard touchdown uh, to Jeremy Emerson. So uh, going to the second quarter, tied at 14. Uh, so we obviously had to make some defensive adjustments there. At that point, Morville had the ball twice, and they had scored twice. Um, looking at the second quarter, things really uh, exploded for Caledonia on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, scored four touchdowns in quarter number two. Um, Morville did score a touchdown in that in that quarter, we took a 41-21 uh, lead going into the half. Uh, but like I said, uh, we, we did make some good adjustments, and that was good to, to see at least uh, kind of how we adjusted to what they were doing. We uh, we did force two turnovers uh, on downs in the second quarter on back-to-back Morville possessions. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, that, that, that was good to see. Uh, Morville didn't, you know, even, even when they were, um, you know, in, in, in their own territory, it, uh, they, they weren't putting the ball. They were really aggressive, and uh, so they were making those explosive plays early. So Caledonia made those adjustments in the uh, in the second quarter and uh, took a uh, like I said, we exploded on offense. Uh, we couldn't be stopped on that side of the ball. Um, Darius Triplett uh, finished the game with six carries, 220 yards, and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns on six carries. Uh, that's that's special right there, guys. And it, and it's important that we, as we you know uh, wrap up this regular season here in the next two weeks that we appreciate that and you know the uh, kind of ball player that he's been for California for the last three years. Uh, he he he's truly is a, a special football player. I think Darius Triplett is one of the best ball carriers in four A. Uh, I don't I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, he did a great job Friday night. So when you look at that and kind of the the way that the game flowed early, the way that the game felt was, okay, we could end up in a, in a barn burner here. And, you know, we like to slow it down. Uh, we like to uh, control time of possession, wear down the defense with our running game. Um, but at the end of the day, if Darius Triplett wants to take it 65 yards to the house, we have no issue with that. Um, and that's that's what he did. So that that's uh, – like I said, so that it, it does kind of affect what you do on offense when you're trying to, you know, win the game with controlling time of possession. And I think that may have been something that contributed early to maybe some of our defensive struggles was our defense, you know, ended up being on the field a lot. Uh, Morville kind of was, you know, that they, they would get little chunks of, of, of yardage, uh, 8, 10, 12 yards, um, you know, that short short yardage stuff, and, and, and they would kind of – um, it was kind of like they were controlling time possession at times. Um, 
like I said, when, you, when we got the ball in Darius Triplett's hands, he would go and score. And so that, that would lead to, at times, our defense didn't have uh, as long of a rest period in between drives. So, um, and, you know, we, we, we found a way to get it get it done. And, and then the second quarter really was uh, really was the best quarter overall for us on both sides of the football on Friday night. Um, looking at how, how things went down after halftime, we did get the ball back after halftime. We managed to uh, kind of squeak in another touchdown before the half. Um, like I said, we go forty-one twenty-one into halftime, and after after halftime is when we uh, when we really kind of did what I like to see us do on offense, and that's uh, control the time of possession. Uh, we had a drive directly after halftime, seven minutes uh, almost was 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 burned off the clock, and I was just driving down the field, slow and steady, milking the clock, um, and we scored and increased the lead to forty-eight twenty-one. Uh, we did get another stop. We forced another punt on the uh, on the next possession, but it was on that punt that uh, that we did have some trouble fielding that punt. We had touched the ball, the ball rolled back, and we managed to recover it. But we recovered it inside of our own ten uh, yard line, and then on the following play, uh, our quarterback uh, took a shot to the ribs, fumbled the football, and Morville uh, returned that for about five yards for a touchdown, made it a forty eight to twenty eight game. So that's uh, another thing. When you look at the final score, one of those touchdowns was not had our defense had nothing to do with that. It was on a uh, fumble recovery, and that was following a unfortunate play on special teams. Uh, something we we can't have next week against uh, against Edwamba. Um, but that was uh, just wanted to make note of that. The fact that our our defense gave up uh, gave up thirty five points. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was a fumble recovery after halftime that. Uh, led to the score of uh, 48 to 28. Uh, fourth quarter, us and Morville both scored twice apiece. Final score 61 to 41. Um, you know, I, like one thing I've, I've wanted to make note of this year on this show is trying to see just how well our varsity guys are doing on defense. Um, you know, because th- there are times when you put some of your younger guys in the game um, that, 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 you know, you may have a score or two late that isn't indicative of how 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 really well your your varsity guys are performing on defense. Um, and, and even even if those guys are still in the game, but if the game has kind of already been decided, you already have a comfortable lead, and um, that, there can be some focus taken off. and And I'll admit that that's one thing we, we got to do a better job of is you know maintaining that focus uh, defensively late in the game. Um, you know, like that's one of the things you hear, uh, you know, Coach Saban talk about every week, you know, just maintaining that intensity. Uh, even when you have a comfortable lead, just continuing to play at your best. Um, but I think that this upcoming week, I honestly think that's something that will help us is when you're playing it at Wamba, you know, there's a chance that, that, that it's going to be a tight game entering the fourth quarter. And um, our guys should have all the motivation in the world to continue playing at the highest level late into the game this Friday night. Um, so yeah, you end up with a sixty-one to forty-one final. You know there are, um, you know that 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 does look kind of like a, uh, a high school basketball score. Um, but at the end of the day, we we, we got it done. Uh, Darius Triplett can't say enough about what he did. Like I said six carries, five touchdowns. Uh, that that ties the record uh, for most rushing yard. Uh, excuse me, rushing touchdowns in a game uh, by a California football player. Let's uh, at least what we have record of. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff in the past that we don't have individual records for, but um, as far as we know, he tied Jadarius Gore a record of five rushing touchdowns in a game. Jadarius set that record in 2018 during Coach Kelly's first season 
uh, at Caledonia. And Jadarius Gore, of course, uh, we talked about that during the live stream. Jadarius was really the first – he was the first great slot back, the first feature slot back uh, in the Caledonia Flexbone triple option system. And ever since then, for the last three years, that's been Darius Triplett. So uh, he got to he got to watch uh, well, watch like I said, watch Jadarius for for a year, and uh, Jadarius set that record actually in the first game of the season in 2018 against West Lowndes. Uh, if you guys remember, that was the game that we had a weather delay and um, for like half an hour it felt like, and um, we had to go into the uh, everybody had to go into the gym and and wait for the lightning to to stop, but. Um, Darius Triplett tied that record against uh, against Moorville. Uh, remember, he had a big game against Moorville last year at 180 yards and three or four touchdowns. So, uh, Darius Triplett right now, uh, through three games of district play, he looks like the district offensive MVP yet again. He won that he won that award last year, and I mean he he he's got a uh, hundred yards, 140 yards against Corinth. He had uh, over 100 yards against Tish County, uh, and then he had over you know, 220 yards against uh, Moorville. So. I think that he's in the driver's seat right now to win another uh, offensive MVP award for for our district. So, uh, like I said, that that's a kid that that they don't come around often. Uh, you know, guys like that don't come around every just every few years for Caledonia or for or for any program for that matter. He, he's a special player. Like I said, I think he's one of the best ball carriers in 4A. Uh, he's he's right up there near the top, uh, no doubt about it. Um, but like I said, we, we, we speak on him, but, um, with what we do on offense, there, there's so many guys that, that get the opportunity to have an impact. Uh, Tay Johnson has been, has been the, the guy that has really come along this year at the fullback position. Uh, he had three more, three touchdowns on Friday night. Uh, so he's come along this year as well. So, um, you know, like you said, all, all, all these guys are really just, um, making a big impact. Uh, Kewan Wyatt. Had a really big grown man run uh, before halftime, and that was that was what set us up in a position to to score and to increase our lead before the half. Uh, so, you know, he, he's a guy that this year has played primarily on defense, but he, he plays a lot on offense as well. And um, you know, obviously, you've got to save him for for later in the game. But you know, he like I said, he really is that X factor for this offense in the sense that he can go and he can put the football in the end zone. On any given play, uh, as well, and and he can have a huge impact, and he uh, he did that right for halftime on on Friday night, and so uh, it's really good that all these guys are healthy right now. They they haven't suffered any um, any major injuries, uh, and then that we're going to have a a good health report going into Itawamba AHS this Friday night. Uh, so looking at just some general notes on offense, I I can't say enough about it. I mean, move the ball well. Uh, explosive plays. Um, there's triple explosive plays. Uh, Kewan White had explosive plays. Cartavis uh, Johnson had a few explosive plays um, between the tackles. And uh, we, we were one for one through the air with the 45-yard touchdown pass to to Jeremy Emerson. So, you know, that, that that's uh, that's something we like to do a little bit more of. But I think we will try to go to the air a little bit more against Itawamba. Uh, you know, and that, like I said, I, that's I'm not uh, – you know, I'm 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 not uh, trying to reveal any kind of game plan or anything like that, and I don't know any kind. Of, I don't I don't know what we're going to do. Um, we're built on running the football, but I'm just saying that I wouldn't be surprised if this aired out a little bit more against Sedawamba. Um, they just try to keep them a little bit more honest, and um, you know, just just to just to allow them to respect our passing game. 
uh, as well. But uh, there, there's a lot of things that got to be worked on in practice this week, and I don't mean that in, in a sense of uh, uh, diminishing what our guys are doing. I just mean that the Itawamba brings a lot to the table uh, on both sides of the football, and there's a whole lot to prepare for. Uh, this week, uh, in my opinion, this is the best football team on our schedule. Um, this is a team that you know is 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 ranked very highly for uh, a reason, and uh, and that that should be understood. I mean, this is a team that is uh, they're ranked number five in four A right now. Uh, that they're probably going to uh, that's in the Max Preps computer polls. They're most likely going uh, to improve that. Uh, you know. It, Lewisville and West Lauderdale played. Uh, West Lauderdale knocked off Lewisville, so I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see Itawamba move up uh, in, in those rankings this week. And I wouldn't be surprised to see us move up as well. We were number 10 uh, last week, and uh, those rankings typically update on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, I don't think they've updated. They update automatically. Uh, I don't think they have updated yet. I'm going to check here in a minute, but – uh, you know, the, 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 the rankings, uh, that's not something we're really concerned with. We just want to go out there and play. Um, looking at uh, looking at some other things from Friday night, Tyshawn Graham, he was suited up. Uh, he didn't play in the game, and I think, that was, uh, I think that was good because I would definitely rather have Tyshawn back healthy next week 100% than maybe 75 80% this week and, and risk injuring himself again. Um, so he, he should be back ready to go um, all the way against Itawamba, and that's, uh, that's a game we're going to need all of our horses um, on both sides of the football. Uh, Bobby Schultz starts the game at left tackle. You had Matthew Seals at left guard. Uh, Gage Barksdale at center. You had T.J. Kutzabalas and Gage Colley playing at right guard. Uh, and then you had Judge Shonet at right tackle. So with, with Tyshawn coming back this week against Itawamba, um, you expect to see him slide back into that right tackle position. And um, I expect to see Judd probably slide back over there to left tackle, and you'll probably see a little bit of both him and Bobby Schultz at left tackle this week. I could definitely uh, see that. Uh, but dominant dominant night offensively from uh, from them and, and, and from everybody. We protected the football. Like I said, we had the one fumble uh, with our reserve quarterback. Um, he took a shot to the ribs, and I would, you know, I would have probably fumbled the football too had I – uh, had I taken a hit like that, but uh, you know, overall, like I said, it's just been a talking point all year, um, and, and it's never been more relevant than this week. Uh, we remember what happened last last year. We went to Itawamba. Um, we took a fourteen zero lead early in the game, and then we fumbled. We fumbled the football seven times. So we, we we didn't fumble. We, we turned the football over seven times. Uh, we had a interception or two. In there as well, and it was just ended up being a sloppy game. Itawamba even turned the ball over three or four times. It was just not a pretty football game, and it's it's one we definitely are, you know want to forget. We we got to learn from last year, and I think our guys have done that this year overall. Um, like I said, you you've had the occasional mishap on a snap and uh, balls dropped. You've had the occasional bad pitch that results in a loss of uh, 10, 15 yards. Um, you know, over the last few games, that that stuff has been cleaned up. But when you look at our ball carriers carrying the football, uh, Dan Wilburn, you look at Kewan White, look at Darius Triplett, you look at Tay Johnson, they're not fumbling the football. They're just not doing it. Um, that's huge. I mean, when you, I mean, and I'll be honest, last two years, that, that that's something that we've had. You know, we, we we've had issues with protecting the football, and I think I think this year that's just a testament to how comfortable they are in this offense now. So as they keep running it, 
they're protecting the football more. And uh, Edwamba, that's their bread and butter. Their bread and butter is creating turnovers. Um, last year, they, they had they created 52 turnovers last year. Uh, that's 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 insane. Uh, they haven't, you know, created that quite that many this year, but but they're still right there. I mean, they're still uh, doing that consistently, and and they're still scoring touchdowns on the defensive side of the ball. And so that's something we 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 can't do this week. Um, so like I said, Friday night, good uh, good good protection of the football from our ball carriers. Um, after Friday night's game, we're averaging putting up forty six points uh, per game. Um, that's 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 awesome, man. That's, um, right now, I mean, we're, we're we're winning games with with wearing people out and and with explosive plays and um, forty six points per game. That's um, especially when you look at the fact that we're a team that pretty much exclusively runs the football. Uh, this is a this is a rushing attack that is right up there with anybody in four A right now, no doubt about it. Um, Looking deeper into kind of what what happened on defense uh, Friday night, like I said, uh, started out shaky a little bit, gave up some explosive plays in the first quarter. Uh, had a dang good quarterback we played against, and he had some he had some dang good receivers too. Um, I think there, and I think in a lot of ways, kind of speaking to what um, to what we talked about with with our guys and the way that. Uh, we're protecting the football a lot better. The, the, the blocking schemes, everybody's more comfortable with that stuff now. It's, uh, I think a similar thing can be said about Morville in the sense that uh, they've got a senior quarterback and they've got, uh, they got some senior receivers and, and some senior players. And, um, you know, their, their, their record overall isn't the best, but they, uh, you know, they, they, um, they're knocking the door of a playoff spot this year, and uh, that, that, that's somewhere Morville, you know, isn't isn't normally in position to do. Uh, I mean, it's just something that we, you know, for a while weren't in a position to do. Um, but I think, like you said, you know, that, that that goes back to to that where you're you're doing it. You're, you're in an offensive system for a couple years. You have a quarterback that is is more comfortable, and that quarterback looked good, and their receivers look good, and they uh, uh they they made some explosive plays early. Like I said we made those adjustments second quarter, and I was I was proud to see that. Went you know went into the went into halftime and giving up twenty one points, kind of similar to uh, to Corinth, and and I would have liked to see us uh, you know maintain uh, kind of the way uh, the, the second half went against Corinth when we played them. But uh, like I said, with the explosion on offense, with the big explosive plays, uh, defense didn't at the, at the end of the day they didn't have as much of a rest period and. I think some of that focus does get taken off when you have a big lead, and you know that if you give up some big plays, it's it's not the end of the world. Uh, I think you may have saw it a little bit in the second half, but um, Darius Triplett, um, we spoke about him and what he did on offense. Uh, not to mention he, he started the game at corner uh, as well. Uh, he was playing a majority of the game. Uh, he's looked good at corner this year. Um, you know, you got an athlete like that, it's – it helps when you can when you can use him on either side of the football. Uh, Ladarius Smith still play. He played a significant amount, and he did uh, he did suffer an injury before the halftime. I don't believe he came back uh, the remainder of the game. He may have, uh, but I did I did know that he he was injured at a certain point. I don't know if it's uh, anything serious. I don't know if it's uh, one of them deals where he's going to miss any game time. But uh, but he did get banged up against Morville, so we hope to get him back soon. Uh, Antoine Atkins, he's back on defense, um, and that that was that was exciting to see because and you can see a little bit of rust there, but uh, you kind of see he was trying to get back into the the swing of things. But uh, he he had, he had a couple sacks, um, 
you know, he, he was getting pressure on the quarterback. He, he was doing what he, he likes to do. And I was uh, I was lucky enough to get to announce these guys senior night, uh, you know, in the PA system on a Friday night. And that was what Antoine said. That's, his, uh, that's what he loves to do is he loves to sack the quarterback. Um, that's uh, and that's what he, that's what he did on Friday night. He got pressure, and uh, that's going to be really key uh, going into Itawamba because uh, they've got they've got a similar uh, they do some similar things on offense. They're much more balanced, but uh, they've got a really good quarterback. They're going to drop back and they're going to try to throw that thing. And uh, Antoine Atkins has got to keep that pressure up, and uh, everybody everybody up front has got to keep that same intensity when when bringing pressure and. Uh, trying to disrupt the uh, the passing game because Itawamba definitely has an explosive uh, passing game but has developed as the years going on uh, as well. Uh, like I said, best overall defense of the night and best overall football in general I think came in the second quarter for Caledonia. Um, you know, when you look at some of the things that Morville was able to capitalize on, a lot of that short yardage stuff, a lot of those slant routes, a lot of those uh, check down screen passes, um, you know, that, that, that was stuff that – Anytime you're playing a team like this, that that stuff tends to open up. You know, you you, you want to take your shots downfield, and uh, a lot of times that opens up stuff uh, in your more short, intermediate passing game as well. And so, uh, sometimes you just got to pick your battles when when you're when you're uh, playing a team like this. Uh, like I said, defense only gave 35, 35 points. I uh, had the uh, two of those came in the fourth quarter. Like I said, after the game had kind of already been uh, already been decided, and then of course. Uh, you know, of course, you had the uh, fumble recovery uh, for a touchdown, so the defense only gave up uh, 35 points. And um, like I said, like you know, two of those had came late in the game when some of that intensity wasn't wasn't the same. And and, and I guess the, uh, the the need to get a stop, the uh, the the need to go out there, and uh, you know, you, there's more comfortableness at that point in the game because you know that uh, at that point the, the the outcome has kind of already been. Uh, been decided, but uh, like I said, we, we know we said Wamba this week. Um, you know, this is this is this is probably a game that a lot of people are looking at as a potential game of the year. Uh, this is a clash this week. This is a huge football game, and I talk about it every week like it's a huge football game. But um, you know, I'll just say you know there's a few teams in our district that that are down this year compared to um, compared to what a typical year for them looks like. Um, and then some of those teams have picked it up as we've gotten into district play, um, but this 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 game right here, Caledonia to one, but that's that's Region One of Four A this year. This is the district championship game this this Friday night. No matter what happens, uh, no matter how the season pans out, uh, this this game Friday night, you know it, it's uh, it's really important, and it, 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 you have an opportunity to make even more. Uh, make even more history this week but uh but yeah uh looking kind of at some numbers after this this game against Morville uh, we're not averaging giving up 19 points per game after Friday night's game uh, that's still respectable uh, that's still a pretty good number it's still definitely an improvement over the last two years uh by about 10 points per game uh that's 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 a that's a lot more than people understand when you're looking at um an average uh, a season-long average to knock off 10 points um, at this point in the season, that's that's big. That's still big. Uh, so we still we still need to uh, need to try and improve that mark this this Friday night. Uh, looking at our injury report, um, we talked about how we need a grade A injury report this uh, this week. 
uh, only 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 injury that I'm aware of as far as uh, as far as our uh, main rotation. You've got uh, Ladarius Smith. Um, I believe it's questionable right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he does play, but um, I'm not entirely sure on his status and where his injury stands uh, right now. I do know that it's the uh, the only known injury right now. Antoine Atkins is back. Um, Parker Harris is back. You know, he missed the game against Tish County. Uh, Cam Coleman returned against Tish County. Um, all those guys are back on that defensive line. Uh, good rotational guys, Parker Harris, Cam Coleman. Tyshawn Graham is uh, is back on the offensive line this week at right tackle. He's uh, he's good to go. Uh, very excited. I know he's got a he got a chip on his shoulder because you know he missed a couple games and now he's got something to prove. And uh, that's a scary thought when you look at Tyshawn Graham. That's a uh, that, that's a that's a guy that could that could play for any school in four A in my opinion. And uh, he could play for a lot of schools across the state. And, uh, that's that's uh, that's a scary thought when you think about him, a motivated Tyshawn Graham coming back off of an injury and uh, ready to make an impact uh, in a district championship game. Yeah, so grade A health report it is, um, honestly and truly. Um, and, and, we, and we need that. Uh, so we'll see this Friday night, a, a, a healthy, 100% healthy Caledonia football team versus – uh, to my knowledge, what's going to be 100% healthy at a Wamba team? Uh, they they may be banged up some spots. I'm not sure, but as far as their uh, their main guys, their main rotation, um, they uh they they they're pretty healthy. Um, from from my understanding, they're they're going to be good to go, uh, which makes this game that much more interesting. Um, so now we're going to kind of move into what to look out for, um, more in depth as far as this Friday night goes against Etiwamba AHS. Uh, like I said, this game is 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 for the district championship and, and truly the stakes have never been higher. Um, you know, Caledonia football has never won a district championship. Um, but like I said, I've been playing football since nineteen fifty six and it's just never happened. We've never finished as the number one team in our district. Uh, and like I said, it doesn't always work out that in your district you have one game that decides the champion. It normally just ends up that's kind of decided at the end of the year when when you look at the, you look at who has the best district record, um, and then sometimes it ends up uh, it ends up in a, a completely wild scenario where you got to look at points scored and um, and and all kind of stuff. And um, that's not the case this year. Uh, this is going to be decided on the field. Uh, Caledonia Edwamba AHS this Friday night, seven o'clock p.m. In Fulton, Mississippi, at Itawamba AHS, I enjoy going up there. They got a really nice, uh, got a really nice feel, got a really nice uh, complex, and um, got a pretty decent visitors' locker room. And uh, just, it's just a pretty nice environment. They got a nice field, and uh, they do a good job over there with uh, with what they do. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, the stakes. Like I said, I've never been higher in my opinion, uh, and I think it's big because uh, when you look at there, there was some pressure on this team. Uh, this last week against Morville, they knew what was ahead of them, and, and then that was that with a win, you you secure the longest winning streak in Caledonia football history if you beat Morville, and and they did it. Uh, you know, it wasn't a deal where they laid an egg or where it affected their play, in my opinion. Um, that that had no bearing on what we did against Morville. We went out there and we won. And to me, uh, I'm not going to say the pressure's off, but at this point, you've secured that. Um, you've still got to go play the best of your ability. There's plenty of motivation, but when you look at those things, uh, you know, because sometimes those things can, can negatively affect you. Uh, the, when you look at the records and the, um, and, and, and the winning streaks and the making history, 
sometimes that that can that can make you clam up a little bit. Um, but at this point, I mean, you know, we, we, our, our team has, has something to hang its hat on. Uh, no matter what happens the rest of the year, no matter what happens um, next year, what you know, obviously next year could have an effect on it. But but as of right now, this team uh, has secured this team has the longest winning streak in California football history. Uh, this team right here this year and uh, nobody can take that away from them and unless it's a uh, another count on your team down the road uh, but no team in the past can come back and take that away from them uh, that's something these guys have earned um, so going forward they will have that to uh, to brag about and uh, that's 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 awesome but uh, district championship is it, it, just something that um, that that has just never happened. It's just never been in the cards for us, and we have the opportunity to go do it. And so for that, I think this is the biggest game in our in our history. Um, traditionally, people will get fired up to go play New Hope. Um, you know, that's a big game for the community, big game for bragging rights. But this game right here, this game right here is what you work hard for. This game right here is 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 what determines where you're placed in the playoffs. Uh, are you hosting the playoff game because? Um, that's another piece of this is obviously with the district championship, it goes without saying that you host, uh, you host round one of the playoffs. Um, Caledonia never done that. Um, Caledonia is also going for its first eight win season. Caledonia football has never won eight games in a season. Never, ever, never, ever, ever. Uh, these are things that have never been done. And so that's why a win here would, would, would be monumental and it would, it would be a, uh, you know, another landmark, be the landmark win, uh, for us. Um, and so when I think when, when you know, Coach Kelly came in here in, in the summer of 2018 and he said something, I, I've used it in some audio files, and I'm, I'm trying to create a, a good hype video using some of this stuff because we, we were able to get some of these talking points on video uh, from a couple years ago. He said he wants this program to be built on greatness and tradition. All right, so I look at the second part of that statement. Um, we look at tradition. I think tradition means two things. I think it means a tradition of the way you play and the way you prepare and the way you execute and a tradition of doing those things right 100% of the time consistently over the course of uh, many years. Uh, you have, you have uh, you know, a group of kids that comes in and does that, and then those kids coming up after them do it, and, and then they were led by example from, from, the, from the kids that have came and gone, and then uh, they lead by example, and, 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 and it just keeps going. It keeps going, and it's like an assembly, assembly line. And, and it's just a, a, a rotation and you know it's just it's just it doesn't stop you just you continuously have a tradition of continuously doing things the right way and continuously executing for your community All right, but when I look at the second part of tradition it also means uh, from a result standpoint um, you know having something to hang your hat on um, you know when you look around our football field right now um, you know we have we have a lot of uh, sponsors that are uh, been gracious enough to buy advertisements on the field, but uh, you look around the field. You, we've got a press box, we've got a, a, a concession stand, we've got our advertisements, we've got a scoreboard, um, but there are no banners. There's no banners of uh, of winning anything, um, and that's not to say that we don't care about those accomplishments. There's just not been anything to hang up. Um, there's just not been anything to hang up. I have an opportunity to go get something to hang up. On, you know, hang up on the press box wherever we want to put it on the scoreboard wherever we, we, we would feel like putting that I, I have no doubt if we were to, 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 to secure something like this that we would make sure that it's seen in several places 
2021 Region 1 of 4A champions. I'm not crowning us yet. Uh, we've got to go play a game, and, and a game that is going to be um, it's going to be uphill battle. It's going to be an uphill battle because uh, this is Edwamba team that is really good and brings a lot to the table. Um, but like I said, when when we talk about greatness and tradition, like I said, I think tradition has got two different um, two different pieces to it. You know, you have a tradition of you know continuously. I mean, tradi- tradition to me means repetitively. Um, you know, you repetitively do something. You 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 have a a tradition of doing it. Uh, if that makes sense, you you've got a a tradition of continuously doing it right, and then it also means that with that tradition, you know, you 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 have results that come from it you, you know and that's what we have the opportunity to go get uh, we have the opportunity to go get that this friday night um you know so there's a lot on the line here um but it also doesn't mean that that that, that uh that this is the end all be all but this week it is uh, this week it, it, it is the i laid all out on the line leave nothing on the on the field you know excuse me leave it all on the field i mean um so this is this is it. I mean, this is what you work hard for. We're gonna gonna look more into Itawamba and uh, what this year has looked like for them. Uh, they entered the game with a seven and one overall record, three and zero district record. Uh, looking at their results this year against the teams they played, week one Itawamba was thirty five to fourteen victors over Amory. Week two thirty four to twenty one winners over New Albany. Week three forty to fourteen winners over North Pontotoc. Week four, 24-0 loss to New Hope. Uh, That was their one loss on the year. Week five, 55-28 victors over Pontotoc. Week six, 42-9 victors over Tishomingo County. Week seven, 55-8 victors over Shannon. Week eight, 51-27 victors over Corinth. At seven and one, at seven wins, one loss. Uh, Ironically, their one loss is to the same team that are, uh, are technically our one loss is to, but... The only difference is that uh, theirs was decided on the field and ours was not decided on the field. Um, you know, I remember. You know, I remember at that time they were playing New Hope. There was some rainy weather. I, I, uh, I know New Hope was was kind of hitting a peak at that point defensively, and uh, they were doing a lot of the same things to Edwamba in that game that Edwamba does to other teams, and that's scoring on defense and creating turnovers. And I think the weather may have may have affected their game plan a little bit, but. Uh, regardless, um, seven and one, three and zero in district play, uh, and that is good for um, being a top five team in four A. No matter where you look, whether you're looking at Max Preps computer rankings, whether you're looking at Associated Press uh, rankings, um, your Scorebook Live, it don't matter. Uh, they've got Edwamba in the top five. Uh, typically, they got them right there at five. We got a, a couple teams ahead of them, but they're on that top five and. I said I won't be surprised if they move up uh, this week. Um, we'll wait to see how that unfolds. We're not really worried about the rankings. Um, and just something to just to note about their team, and 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 you know, there, there's a reason they're ranked that high. And, uh, it's not just because of, of their win loss record. It's it's the way they're doing it, and it's the way that they're dominating these teams. Um, it's a great football team. It's a team. They've got a head coach there. Uh, it's uh, Clint Hoots. He's been there for. I want to say near a decade. Um, he he just wins over there. He he really is overall one of the more underrated coaches in the in the area. I think, and they they win over there in Wamba. Um, you know they they they've uh, they won district uh, two years ago when they had uh, 
what was his name Ike Chandler that tailback um and they're just they just win I mean they they, they they're consistently making uh making runs in the playoffs and uh, really over the last two or three years they've really gotten that thing uh, got that thing rolling they uh, they lost in the north half of the playoffs last year to uh to Louisville um, but this is a this is a stingy team they got a stingy defense they got an explosive offense um, looking at the specific guys for uh, for Ed Wamba to look out for the quarterback Ty Davis uh, he's completed 54% of his passes on the year for 1635 yards 15 touchdowns and four interceptions uh, pretty pretty solid numbers I uh, got a very capable uh, group of receivers um, includes Arvesta Troop, Zion Ashby, Curtavis Chandler, Isaac Smith, Thomas Klein, and Braden Steele. Uh, the leader of that group um, is Arvesta Troop. He's got uh, 325 receiving yards. But when I look at their stat sheet, what, what surprised me, there wasn't just one guy that really took the cake. They've got they've got six or seven receivers that. Um, that, that, that are putting up pretty pretty good numbers are spreading the ball out a lot and they they do have a lot of guys that are playing on both sides of the ball but they they're all athletes these are all very capable athletes they've got and, and so there's a lot of rotation there's a lot of variety with this team on both sides of the ball uh, i know they're gonna do what they can to stay fresh but sometimes you just got to play the best 11 um and and nobody embodies that more than isaac smith from Itawamba. he's a four-star recruit he's got uh he's got some offers from all around the country uh, like I say, he's an athlete. He plays receiver. He plays a little running back. Plays uh, safety for Edwamba. Uh, he he really does it all for him. Uh, he is the team's leading rusher. He's got 518 yards on the ground, 14 touchdowns. He averages 8.2 yards per carry. Uh, Marquion Green, uh, Cortavis Chandler, uh, Jabari Shumpert. Uh, they also carry the ball for Edwamba. Uh, those three have combined for 606 yards and eight touchdowns. Um, what stands out to me, looking at their defensive side of the ball, what stands out to me about them on the defensive side of the ball uh, is is they probably have one of the, if not the best secondary in 4A. Um, now, how does that play into what we do? Uh, seeing as how we're not a team that is going to air it out, um, I, you know, I can guarantee you, you know, we're, you know, we're going to run the ball much more than we're throwing the ball. Um, but we're, you know, we may air it out a little bit more than we normally do. Um, but, but being a team that, uh, that's a primarily team that runs a ball. I don't know how that plays into what we do. I just know they've got a lot of guys on the back end of that defense that are great at creating turnovers. Um, and I'm going to kind of review those guys. Isaac Smith, he's got four interceptions on the year at safety. He's returned two of them for touchdowns. Uh, Gavin Freeman, he's got five. Uh, interceptions on the year. Uh, Zion Ashby has three interceptions on the year. Thomas Klein, Bryson Walters, Cooper Waddle each have uh, one pick apiece uh, for Etiwamba AHS. And that's just their specialty. Uh, that, that they do it better, you know, creating those turnovers. That's that's They do it better, uh, in my opinion, than any team in 4A. Um, Gavin Freeman, he, he's leading the team in forced fumbles. He's got four. He's recovered three of them. Uh, he's also got – Three sacks and two tackles for lost. He has blocked a punt, and he has scored two touchdowns on defense. Um, so this is a team that, that they don't have to, you know, have the ball in their hands. They don't they don't have to be on offense to just score the football. 
they're opportunistic. Uh, that, that's how I would describe it, Awamba. They're opportunistic, no doubt. Uh, Cartavis Chandler, he's uh, forced and recovered two fumbles. He's also blocked two punts. Fred Awamba, Marquion Green, uh, he's recovered two fumbles and blocked a punt. Um, so, you, so you, like I said, you hear a lot of those similar names on offense and defense, and um, I'm no doubt that they're they're really well conditioned uh, for that that style of play and for playing on both sides of the ball. Um, so, you know that, that, that this is a team. Like I said, they're they're opportunistic. Looking at last year, uh, 42-28 loss to Etiwamba. We turned the ball over seven times, seven times against Etiwamba. Um, you know, we forced a few. As well, we forced three or four against Edwamba last year, but um, we can't do that and, and expect to win a ball game. We can't turn the ball over seven times, expect to win the ball game. I, I would like to see us not turn the ball over at all, um, just like any week. But uh, this is a team that's their that's definitely kind of their calling card is uh, turn you know turn the football over and creating turnovers. I mean, uh, so that's that's what you got to look at this this year with uh, with Edwamba. Uh, now, like I said, it hasn't necessarily been to the same degree that they have last year. You know, they, they created 52 turnovers last year, but they, they've got so many guys that can do it. Um, you know, looking at offense, um, what do they bring to the table uh, on offense? Um, like I said, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a collection of guys at the receiver position uh, that are all getting, you know, five or six of them getting playing time. And they're, they're, the ball's getting spread out to all of them, and it really has picked up over the last few weeks as we've gotten into district play. Uh, it definitely seems like, it feels like they've thrown the ball, been airing the ball out a lot more uh, against district play, and then they've just been tearing it up. Uh, they got a really good quarterback, um, and he's got some capable receivers. That includes Isaac Smith. Obviously, he's, uh, uh, you know, primarily is running the ball for, for Etiwamba. But 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 Isaac Smith, you know, and and, and that's uh, that's a guy that's going to be going both ways, similar kind of to what you'll probably see from Kewan White and Darius Triplett. Um, I, I feel like those two are going to be starting the game at the at the cornerback position for Caledonia, and they'll also be playing the majority of the game at at, at, at slot back. You know, Darius Triplett will, and you know, Kewan White will uh, uh, to a good degree um, as as well. So. Um, you know, it's that they they may have a few more guys that are going on both sides of the football, but we have a few as well. And you know, like I said, in our secondary, and those those are going to be our primary our primary explosive ball carriers. But um, I mean, this is a battle. Uh, this is a this is a, a true um, a true battle. Um, so you know, they're, they're balanced on offense. We've got to play good assignment football. Um, you know, we we we've we've played teams like that. I mean, uh, Corinth was. Uh, overall, they they were a pretty balanced team. We shut down their running game um, nine times out of ten, and we did give up some big plays through the year. We've given up some big plays uh, against Morville, and um, we we just got to be good, sound in the secondary. But uh, you know, to me, the, the the best defense is a good offense. Um, like I said, I've got an explosive offense, but uh, there's not a better defense than our offense moving the ball down the field consistently while they're while they're they're quarterback and. Um, and those receivers have to sit on the sideline. And like I said, a lot of those, a lot of those guys, will, with the exception of the quarterback, will probably be on defense as well. But um, my point being is, is uh, you know that that quarterback can't hurt you as much if you if you keep possession of the football and you keep consistently driving it down the field uh, and and keeping the ball out of their hands. Uh, and and overall, over the last few years, 
Um, we really haven't had an issue with moving the ball against this team, uh, but there has been an issue stopping this team. Um, you know, last year, we, you know, the, those big explosive plays given up, um, it, it hurt us, and it didn't help that we, we turned the football over. But overall, what, what we do if we stay disciplined, especially if we can um, – especially if we protect the football, you be looking at a different game this year. Um, what do we have to do this week in order to come out with a win? Uh, Got to have a really good week of preparation. Um, probably have to have a better week of preparation than we did last week. We got to have a really good week of practice. We got to stay focused. Um, if you can't be focused this week for this game, uh, then you're in the wrong sport at the end of the day. Because I mean, this is this is the biggest stage we, 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 we've overall that I, I would say we've been on. Um, it is a regular season game, but. We look at the implications. It, it takes this thing to a whole other level. So we we've got to we got to have a good week preparation. Um, got to protect the football. Um, you know, zero turnovers would be nice. Um, but when I look at the way we've 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 done this year in protecting the ball, I feel good about it because we haven't just went out there and uh, and turned the football over. Um, you know, we are we've been more sound. Uh, you know. Dan Wilburn's really coming to his own at quarterback and, and making good decisions and uh, what to do with the football. And, um, you know, you look at him and, and he, he hasn't fumbled the football, to, to my knowledge, with the exception of maybe some some stuff on on, uh, on transitioning the snap. So ball carriers have done a good job of that this year. i got to play better on defense. We've got to uh, – we've got to uh, play good assignment football. we just got to um, – we just got to play better. Um Got to, we got to we got to tighten some things up in our secondary, um, but what I think plays well into our game plan this week is, uh, you know, against Marvel, like I said, that there were some times when we would explode um, on certain plays, and our defense didn't have as long as a rest period. I think our defense will have longer rest periods um, this Friday night because I don't think we're going to score as quick and as often. I don't mean that as a knock on our guys. I just think that we're, you know, we're definitely playing a defense that is uh, good at what they do. So, you know, I think it, it's not just. I think we could be looking at more uh, six, seven minute drives. Um, you know, just kind of methodically moving the ball down the field, similar to what you saw against Corinth. Um, I was a huge fan of of the way we looked on offense in that game, just based on time of possession. And uh, you know, it wasn't always the most explosive thing in the world. Um, but it was just consistently driving the football down the field, and you know that's what that's what we need this week, in my opinion. Keep keep the football out of their uh, out of the quarterback's hands. Let's 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 maintain time of possession. Let's let's keep the football in our possession this week. Um, you know, and, and 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 find a way. Maybe if if we can get some, uh, it, it would help have Ladarius Smith back in action this week. Uh, maybe to get Jeremy Emerson in the fold. Um, you know, key on why that's his primary primary side of the ball is on defense. Um, like I said, you will see him on offense uh, at times, no doubt. Um, you know, but but like I said, when you're playing a team like this, you you definitely want your 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 uh, your secondary to be as uh, fresh as possible. Um, and so that's one of them things as well that if we can get uh, you know your Darius Smith and uh, maybe a Jeremy Emerson in there uh, when need be, if they can take over. Um, and play well. That'll be big uh, for us as well. Uh, remember, guys, 14-0 lead we had in this game last year, and things started to fall apart. At the end of that game, I was like, that was an ugly game. That was, 
one of the more uglier games overall last year, just based on you know the turnovers and and, and they turned the ball over too. It's just uh, it just wasn't able to get a good a good flow of the game going. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot different this year. Um, like I said, you have guys Darius Keywan will be playing a lot of the game, um, and we got to stay fresh and we just got to do what we do. Um, I'm going to close it out here with with a few messages regarding this game. Uh, we will be providing the live stream, me and Jason Cress will, on the Station Head app, Caledonia Sports Radio Network, uh, CSRN, on Facebook. Um, I've had questions about that. I'm going to be sharing this deal on social media. I'm going to be sharing everything uh, about this podcast. Um, go, ahead and sh- go ahead and share it as well. Uh, you know, Repost it, retweet it, whatever. Um, get this thing out and let's uh, let's continue to build what we got going here with Caledonia football and uh, let's continue to get the community involved as much as we can. Uh, another thing about Friday night, big senior night crowd and this community is really coming alive for this football program. Uh, you guys are really hyped up, I can tell. Um, so, like I said, we're going to be providing the live stream, but I want to encourage as many of you as you possibly can to make the drive up to Fulton, Mississippi on Friday night and come watch your Caledonia football team go to battle against Edwamba HS Indians. Uh, come do that this Friday night if you can. Uh, if not, we will, like I said, we'll have the live stream going. We will have broadcast. Uh, I will do what I can to make sure I sound better. Um, to me, it's a, it's one of them things that if I go with one uh, piece of equipment with, with, with what we do in the live stream, then I can hear better. I can hear my, my broadcast partner, Jason Chris, better. Um, but no one can hear me better due to the, the quality of the built-in mic. Uh, and then if I go with other piece of equipment, then people could hear me better, but I can't hear um, broadcast partner. And, I, you know, we, I don't want us to be talking over each other, and I don't want it to be one of those deals where uh, we don't know what the other person is, is saying. So that's really what it comes down to. Regardless, though, we're going to be providing coverage. But if you can come on out, if you can make it, come on out this Friday night to uh, – to Caledonia versus it, uh, excuse me, to, to Fulton for Caledonia versus it Bay HS. It's for the district championship, folks. A lot of history on the line. Uh, first eight win season in Caledonia football history is on the line. Uh, the first district championship in Caledonia football history is on the line, and the first win ever uh, versus Itawamba is on the line. It's going to be an uphill battle. It's a good football team, uh, but I believe if we play the best for our ability, I believe we can go get it done. Um, and I also believe that it would help a lot. Uh, I would help a lot if, if as many people listening today and if, if many as many people that are, are uh, tuned into our football program, if as many people, uh, you know, will come on up to the game. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's close to about an hour away up there, but it's it's really a, uh, it's a good ride up there. I enjoy it. I enjoy going there anytime I get the chance for um, – anytime Caledonia is doing anything up in Fulton. I enjoy going up there. It's, uh, it's I, in my opinion, it's one of the better places, one of the better venues, and just one of the better areas that that we uh, that we travel to for for athletics. So, um, if you can if you can get up there to Fulton, Mississippi, it's uh, it's definitely not as bad of a drive as, as a Corinth or a Holly Springs, um, you know. But even even in those situations, we've seen the the road crowds are counting on this year. Let's keep that up this friday night uh, we need it we need everybody we need all the students we need all the uh the the parents the grandparents the aunts the uncles and all the alumni um if you went to caledonia if you played football at caledonia it doesn't matter it, you know if, if if this football program means something to you 
um, or, you know, in any way, uh, come on up there to Fulton. Uh, and, and, and that's just me to encourage everybody to come on out this Friday night. I think it's going to be a great football game. So I make plans to be there, and we will be uh, providing the live stream on County Sports Radio Network on the CSRN app. Please share this podcast on uh, any form of social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, it doesn't matter. Uh, or just send it somebody's way if you if you feel that they'll uh, enjoy the podcast. So uh, appreciate everybody that tuned in this week. We will see you guys next week. One quick more note. Uh, I know that uh, for the first several weeks of the podcast that I had a guest on, and it was my plan to get one on every week. Uh, there's still a few seniors that I have to uh, – that have to interview um we're definitely gonna do our best to get those on here in the next uh next couple weeks uh, and that will probably go into uh go into uh, playoff time as well um so yeah that definitely uh definitely uh tune in for that uh we're gonna i'm gonna do my best to to make all that happen and to get all these seniors the recognition that they deserve for uh for turning the program around and putting it in the right direction uh real quick going to run down the district scoreboard uh for this week calendar 61 morville 41 it won by ahs 51 corinth 27 shannon 48 tishomingo county zero uh that will conclude the podcast folks uh like i said come on up to fulton mississippi this friday night i thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week